So today I'm going to give you an overall review of NFTtopia 3 and my impressions of the inverse and overall my thoughts of what's going on with the metaverse. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real world value. So if you listened to last week, I spoke about NFTtopia 3, just previewed exactly what was going on there. It was mostly a WAC-centric NFT conference. Some interesting things were happening there, and I took part in it. It was a very hectic week, busy week, but there were a lot of things. It was all-day event for three days, and I was just really impressed by everything that was going into it. There was a lot of booths. There were different sections, and it was really easy to just navigate and do everything that was going on. There was a schedule that was clearly labeled. Each section had a 45-minute window. There was a 15-minute or so buffer in between that you could transport and go around the different places. So one of the interesting things I thought with this was it was very easy. You didn't have to buy anything. You didn't have to have a crypto wallet. You didn't even really have to have any kind of experience with anything that was going on here. It was just very inviting. Of course, I found about this on Twitter via a Twitter space. I explained that it was Wax Wednesday last week that they were speaking about everything that was going on there. And of course, by doing that, I was able to sign up for it, get into it, and so forth. And I thought overall it was a good thing. Although this is primarily a wax community, most of the projects that were there, they were speaking about wax projects, the artists that were dropping and releasing different things, it was on wax. However, there were different ones that were featured that were also off that chain, just the broader Web3 ecosystem. I thought that was very cool. But the easy onboarding of it, I think, was the major thing that was on that. Of course, this is the third iteration of that. So overall, my impressions of it was great getting into it. I thought it was a nice, well-run event. And I liked the fact that they had your avatar that was walking around in the inverse so you can literally go to the different booths just like you're at a physical in real life conference. I thought that was really cool. But then also there were sections when you'd step on each stage or booth right before each of the presenters during whatever time slot they would have, you'd see all of the different avatars, all the people would actually walk there, step on the stage, and then you could actually hear the audio and see the video from what was going on there. At the same time, it was being live streamed or simulcast, I guess you would say, onto Twitch. So I thought that was very cool. So if you weren't someone who was necessarily on this platform or very uh, a fan of it or whatever, and you wanted to use Twitch, that was cool. You could tune in, see what was going on over there, follow along with it there. But also, if you were in the inverse and you're walking around, going to the booths, participating within the conference, you either had the option of listening and watching right there on the screen within the inverse or muting it and then pulling up Twitch separately. So that was just a very cool option. It gives people multiple ways to consume the content, participate, be active with it. Just trying to branch out. And again, this since this is educational, trying to get people excited, bring people in, the more touch points, that the better. Whether this would be streamed next time to, let's say, YouTube or up on Theta or some of the other streaming applications or platforms, the more touch points there is, the better it is for anyone. Because at this point, people aren't just beating down the doors to come into Web3. So having that option is pretty good. But the inverse, this is my first experience going into this particular world. And I could say it really reminds me of Nintendo Wii, those Wii-me characters, if you remember those. That was probably about 2009, 2010 or so, 2011. That's what these characters basically remind me of. So you're walking around and they have these friendly faces and what have you. And then there's some premium ones because they had some really, really dope ones that were in there walking around. I don't know how they access those. Those are probably people that unlock them somehow. But anyways, within the 
the inverse itself, you had your little Wii or your avatar walking around, and that is how you're interacting with people. You could customize it. You could do the chat and so forth. The one thing that I will say, though, by default, it is not click on the map and have the character walk over there. By default, it is using the keyboard, the W-A-S-D, to go forward, left, right, and back. And that was a little awkward at first, especially if you weren't necessarily familiar with it because I couldn't figure out how to turn the camera, which is a right click and rotating the mouse. So all of that wasn't explained up front as soon as you log in, or if it was, I just didn't see it. So that was the only little complaint that I had with the whole thing. But other than that, I figured that out just by asking someone in the chat. I was walking around and I just found it very hard to uh, not be able to look all around the gallery. And I just typed in the chat, hey, how do you move the camera angle? And one of the people that were there just answered to me right there in the chat. And I saw that. I was like, awesome, cool. But then just by messing around, I was able to see that you could change from the keyboard option to just be able to click on the map and then your character could move around. And I thought that should be the default because it just makes it so much easier, way easier to navigate, much more fun. And after that point, it was all good. I enjoyed walking around, looking at different booths and speaking to the various presenters and so forth. So I had a really good time there. And the cool thing that I thought that was going on with this was they weren't speaking about all the different things that are going to happen in the future. The presenters and the booths and everything that was happening was all about what they're doing right now. Things that they can actively do with the NFTs, go into the various worlds, play games, and do all this stuff in the present. That a lot of the times when you hear these presenters and you're at booths and even in spaces, people are talking about what they're hoping to do, what they're going to do. So it was really cool and refreshing to see that these projects, these teams, they're just doing some really interesting things. And I was really excited to hear the different things that were going on there. The giveaways that we're doing and everything was already live. You could just hop in, start playing with them. And I really want to commend them on doing that. The lineup of talent, the diversity of presenters and everything, there was just a lot covered. There were games, there was art, there was music. I mean, you name it, like everything was well represented. And Considering this isn't one of the big marquee names within the space, I thought they did an excellent job and what they did, how they utilized the inverse. I thought it was just really great how they did that. But the interesting thing is a lot of times we like to think that the whole metaverse thing is a pipe dream. Even if you read the newsletter, you'll see that Facebook or I should say Meta burnt through $22 billion worth of funds trying to get the metaverse up and running. Of course, that has been uh, met by fierce criticism from shareholders, the board, and uh, just people in general, even their employees. However, they see the future of this whole metaverse thing. And a lot of people like to say it is dead. Nobody wants a metaverse and so forth. But there's some real life applications for it in real use cases, and I think conferences and things like this is a great way to do it. So as far as what's going on in the metaverse, if you will, is this thing 10 years away? Is this thing dead? What's going on? I personally think that the metaverse is really nothing new. It's just a a digital experience that we do online. And I think when you have an event like this that just interacts all the senses, it adds another layer of enjoyment and experience that is much better than what we can get in, say, a Zoom call or in Twitter spaces or something of that nature. I mean, we're doing text, we're doing the video, there's the audio, and there's so many other elements. You can connect with people and it's just a lot of touch points. And I think it is a unique way. It's like all these digital channels that are coming together in these little worlds 
behind these avatars, combining profiles and everything. I think it is just a really cool way. It's almost like a link tree in the sense that you have Linktree that has all your links and your socials and such. But really, Linktree isn't all that revolutionary and groundbreaking. It just makes everything very accessible, all put together in one place. And I think what a conference like this does is almost like a, a Linktree of experiences, if you will. Everything is there, touch point. You can speak to people and connect with them in other ways. So that's what I think this is. Overall, I think Metaverse conferences, Web3 conferences are not going away. And I think this is a really strong use case for it. These in-person conferences are very hard to put on. They're very expensive. And I think there'll be more digital conferences than there will be in-life, in-person conferences simply because of the logistics, people coming from all over the world. And in the case of this, if you are a smaller project with, say, a few hundred thousand dollars in your budget as opposed to millions of dollars. Well, this might be a much more practical, much more accessible lift other than flying your team, you know, halfway across the world to maybe just see a few thousand people that might have no direct ROI on what you're trying to do. So regardless of what people think, where the news and the media says this stuff is with the metaverse and all that web three, I'm very bullish on it. I am 100% into Web3, blockchain technology, NFTs, all these things that are going to come together to make experiences and our lives so much better. It's just the technology. And I just see this as the future and the metaverse. All this stuff is not going away. We're only going to keep building on it, make things better. But I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I'm sure they're going to have NFT Topia 4 coming up very soon. And I'll definitely be at that one as well. If I don't announce it directly on the show, I know for sure it will be in the newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that yet, please feel free to use niftybusinessweek.com. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.